from the PSIA ASI Mobile Studios in Pomporovo, Bulgaria, Interski 2019, on Chair 2. You're listening to a special edition of First Chair. First Chair of Interski with Jeb Boyd, team manager. Jeb, what's uh, in store for us for the week? Well, we've got a big week going here, George. Um, it's exciting. The weather's good. The hill's in good shape. Right now, it's nice and firm, so uh, that's good for the demo slope. We hope it stays that way, but... Uh, I have a feeling it's going to warm right up, and we're going to be doing uh, high-speed GS turns through mogul fields here before you know it. So all you CERT candidates out there and you want to know why you have to do medium radius in the bumps, it's in preparation for interski. <laughs> that was one of my favorite maneuvers. I know, I know, exactly. <laughs> keeps, you, keeps, your, uh, keeps you focused. So what's kind of the daily schedule? There's so many different teams here. I mean, it was amazing getting on the bus and just yeah. seeing all the different uniforms. It is pretty cool seeing everybody and listening to all the languages and, and uh, dialects and so forth. And, but what's interesting is today is, is uh, opening ceremonies. So today is really the only day that's a little bit different. Um, but each day of Interski resets. So the next day you do the exact same program but with a different list of countries. And each day you've got the countries doing their technical demos on the demo slope at 9 a.m. Um, and that's a comparison between short and me medium radius turns. That's kind of cool because you can see how each country uh, focuses on or what they emphasize with their short and medium radius turns. And believe me, you see big differences. They're all good skiers, but you see really big differences in technique. Once that demo is over, then you move into the workshops. And those workshops are with those same countries. And you go out on the hill, and they, they share with you their technique, um, you know, what they emphasize in, in their teaching in their country. Um, you have a lunch break. Then you move into another country's workshop. Um, then we come down, and we go into indoor lectures where they do an, an, an indoor presentation. Um, and then the next morning, that resets. That same program resets with a whole other list of countries. So each day you have oh, six or eight countries to choose from that you can go participate and learn. And that's the beauty of it is because you, you get the opportunity to learn and explore and see other points of view than just ours. And it's, it's very interesting. So how at, I mean, the level that all of these skiers are at, why are there differences in short and medium radius turns? Yeah, it's, it's their emphasis, you know. Um, I, I've heard some countries say, well, we have very crowded slopes, so we do it this way because of that. Or we have um, an aging population, and so that's why we do it the way we do it. And, and um, you know, some countries are just because this is what we do, and uh, for no apparent reason, and uh, which we, we really saw in St. Anton in uh, 2011, you know. Uh, it was funny, uh, 2011's theme was diversity. And so the U.S. came with a plan for how we ski on fat skis. And we were the only country that showed up with fat skis. And uh, we, we looked silly on the demo hill because we couldn't ski precision turns. Um, but that was the theme. And we, and we stuck with it. And when we heard from some countries, some, um, a couple of European countries said, you know, when the question is asked, what do you do if someone shows up to a lesson with a pair of fat skis on? Their answer was, well, it's really quite simple. You take them to the rental shop and get them a pair of slalom skis, a pair of proper skis. 
<laughs> you know, whereas that's what makes our system so unique. And 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 I really think that, um, you know, that is an example. I think a lot of countries look to the U.S. to see how we handle diversity and, and how we uh, how we handle guest centered teaching, um, you know, how we handle, um, you know, the future and growth of our sport. And that's funny you say that because I was going to ask you kind of a kidding question of, you know, how do we show guest service, which is something that we're really emphasizing in the people skills in our skiing? Yeah, that and that that and is, you just told me. <laughs> well, it is. And it's a challenge. <clears throat> it's a challenge on snow to do a people skills clinic. But they'll they'll likely do a technical clinic and then just call out you know how they interact with the people and how they uh engage with the people and, and really that's that's our forte and, and uh um you know that's will be the baseline for that clinic so this has got to be exciting for you because um not only are you i hate to say teaching other countries but you are sharing information yeah. but also getting information from them oh there's no doubt that's the highlight actually is um, receiving the information and that's the value of the US team being able to come to uh, Interski is the amount of information that you gather and the the insight you know I mean let's face it <clears throat> the new teaching snow sports manual the learning connection model I mean I've had people come to me from all across the country saying wow this is good stuff and none of that would have come without going to Interski because you go to Interski and, and let's use St. Anton as an example we went to St. Anton with a very tight, uh, clear message. Uh, the whole team was uh, good with it. We were prepared. But when we left St. Anton, we were like, wow, we now see a clear path of where we need to go. And it's taken us since 2011 to now to, to complete that process. And um, you, don't, you don't discover that until you go and, and have to prepare and present your program to the world, um, then things start to get crystallized and get clear as to what, what direction we need to move in. Yeah, I've said this before, but it was so interesting to sit in on your meetings from two years ago and just see how you've grown in two years. Pretty amazing, isn't it? I mean, I, I was talking with uh, Pete Allison from Penn State, and uh, you know, I just, just to reaffirm how far we've come in a very short amount of time, it's pretty cool, you know, and it, it's, it's actually challenging to keep up. I mean, I have to challenge myself to say, all right, where are we now? And, and <laughs> you know, or I, do I know what's going on? And, and uh, because it is, things are evolving so quickly, which is good, you know, and, and our members will totally benefit from this and, and the clarity that's going to come with this, um, you know, and anybody that's in process and certification processes now, nothing's really changing currently. But as, you know, things evolve, we hope that extra clarity will make that process um, clearer and, and, uh, and easier to attain and um, good for everybody within the industry. Great getting the chair ride with you. I can't believe that uh, we were able to connect on yeah. this one. Yeah, that was a good stroke of luck right there. Yeah, There is a reason that airlines lose your skis <laughs> and I had to go to the rental shop. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Have a great week, Tim. Yeah, thanks very much.